bringing you cutting-edge insights from the world of technology. Join us to hear thought leaders explore the ever-evolving world of technology and telecoms to keep your industry knowledge up to the minute. You are listening to The Spearline Podcast. You have reached Sorry, a number, the number you have dialed is not in service, no longer in service Welcome to a new episode of The Spearline Podcast. On this episode, Josh and I did something a little different. We sat down remotely in our own makeshift studios set up in our homes and chatted with some of the Spearline staff in their own home offices on how they are feeling about working from home. We delve into any challenges they've been facing, the perks of remote working, and how the working environment could be forever changed. It makes for some riveting listening, so let's jump right in. For this episode, we talked with Service Delivery Manager, Shona O'Donovan, Systems Administrator, Daniel Pupelnicki, and Customer Engagement Managers, Laura Collin and Brendan Clark. So it's a full house from your own house. We started by asking Laura if it had been a big transition to working from home full time. Yeah, Kate, um, I suppose I have um, practiced working from home um, the occasional day in the past. However, this has been um, a significantly different uh, transition to full time working from home, uh, as everyone else is probably you know, experiencing. Um, so I guess it, it, it was quite difficult the first two weeks. Um, but I think it was just so important to get a routine down almost, you know, from, from the beginning. And that has made a, a significant difference really for me anyway. Um, so like, I like to get up first thing in the morning, I go for a long jog. Um, I just do some exercises then when I get back, uh, get ready for work. And, you know, we have our team meetings then, which are twice a day. So they really help as well to keep you focused. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think after the first two weeks, it's it's just become the norm. Very good. Yeah, I, I think it's important what you said as well about having a routine, you know, doing getting yes. up early and stuff. Uh, that's similar to what I do as well. Kind of I try to get some exercise in and then you're kind of set yeah. up for the day. And yeah, very good. Exactly. And then in the evening, I like to go for a walk then as well with my husband. Like, so it's just it's just nice that we can do that. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Then lots, lots of Netflix then in the evening. <laughs> yeah, I know that. <laughs> and what about you, Shona? What would the same question uh, has it been a big transition for you, or? Um, my situation would be basically similar to what Laura said. So, um, the whole routine thing, I think, is the main thing that people need to kind of keep up. And I think at the start that was the hardest part. But it's strange how like it you just adapt so quickly. So you just, I kind of get up in the morning, I replicate what I would do in the office, make a coffee, sit down. Um, I'm more for exercising on my lunch break because I find breaking up the day, you know, going out and then coming back and it makes my evenings kind of more productive, I find. And I think what really helps is the the calls, you know, so the social aspect of the job isn't really taken away. It's just kind of, it's now just virtual. But um, and to be honest, what I kind of feel now is people are nearly easier to reach because everyone is just a click away. Whereas when you're in the office, you could be going downstairs. Oh, where's, you know, ABC and like looking for them. Whereas now it's, it's just a click. So I think people just naturally just adapt to things. And I think we're very lucky that we can just do our day to day remotely. You know, so we're lucky to be busy because I think. Yeah being at home in these times would be tough, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And you, Daniel, has it been a big transition for you to work from home full time or did you work from home previously in your role and just kind of adjusted your practices, your office setup at home to kind of suit full time now? 
Um, it happened to me to work from home uh, before. It was only from time to time, to be honest, when I had to, when I was uh, sick or when I couldn't tra- travel to the office. Um, so it wasn't a big shock for me. But um, my role uh, includes helping others with technical matters. So to some degree, it was a little bit different uh, because I couldn't fix stuff I, I, I was able to fix uh, when I was in the office. Uh, so I had to take some, um, make some changes to, to, to my work routine. But uh, I did that right. and it's, it's not that bad now, actually, at the moment. Okay, that's, that's good. So, yeah. And do, do you have like a little bit of a, an office set up at home then that you kind of feel comfortable with? Um, yes. Be, be, before I, I, um, I wasn't working in the office that much. So I had to actually buy a separate desk and a chair for myself. And in my cozy corner, so I could actually focus on work a little bit more. Uh, so yeah, I, I have the, the, the whole setup uh, in my room so um, I can focus on, on work properly, yes. Yeah, you kind of have a, a separate space for uh, work and you, you can leave work then kind of. Yeah, you can just, that, that, that's that's one thing that I, I think a lot of people are trying to adjust to with this whole work from home lifestyle um, across every company is like, while we've, we've been lucky that we've been able to work from home for so long and we've kind of gotten used to this, but some people are trying to find that room in their house. So, I mean, that's good that yeah. you're setting aside, uh, setting a room aside, Daniel. And what about you, Brendan? Do you have your designated workspace as well? I do, but it's not in a room that's set aside. I don't have the room to do that. Um, so oh, yeah. It's the kitchen table. But I'd never worked from home before. Um, well, I did one day once. Um, <laughs> so, so, and it doesn't or didn't suit me to do it before. Um, just the nature of the job. It's easier to. It would have been easier to have been in the office. So um, it's taken some getting used to. I started working from the week prior to the office closing. So, okay. Um, so you were able to kind of test your setup from home. Yeah, but it's. I suppose we all have different roles, but customer engagement is difficult to do from indoors. You know. Yeah. 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 That was actually something I was meaning to. I was going to ask you there. Um, has this transition? to working from home, like full-time change, how you deal with customers in any way? Like has, has it made it more complicated or? Um, it made it more personal because I get them to phone me on my mobile, um, oh, yeah. okay. which a lot of customers used to, but I, I get most of them now just to give me a ring if they need to. Um, mm-hmm. It's hasn't changed the interaction so far as we're busier than we've ever been. Um, so it's, just finding different methods um, of communication rather than having, you know, too many conference calls. And and how are you finding the the conference calls then? Would your internet be be holding up all right? Well, it's it's a, it's an odd one because being in Skiv with quite good internet, um, if if there's more mm. than a few devices in the house, so I share a house with my brother, so he's you know got his phone and whatever. Mm. Then um, conference calls, they're all non-video. It's just too risky to to, yeah. to do the both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, like you're you're talking about from the customer's point of view, um, Brendan. But Daniel, like you're the you're the IT guy. You're you're making sure that we're all like all the employees of Spearliner are doing okay. Like, have you have you found a lot of employees having issues while working from home? Um, actually, yes. There was um quite a few um users that had some problems. 
Uh, obviously, we, we are a tech company and we allow people to work from home, but not uh, everyone wants to work from home. So not many people had that experience. Um, so there was a bit of adjustments to be done to, to get people actually going and uh, make uh, sure that everything is working for them. So for the first few days, yeah, I was quite busy with uh, adjusting things and make, making sure that everything works fine for everyone. Yeah. Okay. And how, how does that work then? Do you have a ticketing system or um, how, how do you assist them, I suppose? Do you remote login from your computer into their computer? And how, how well does that work over your, your home network then? Yeah, the, the start is uh, a ticket, ticketing system. That's the, that's, the, yeah. that's the really important thing for me these days because of so many tickets are coming in. I have to prioritize them and make sure that I'll start from the most important ones. Um, so I start f- uh, from there. And, and then if I have to connect to someone's computer, then I do it from uh, using my, uh, my system that we, we're using here in the company. Uh, to remote control computers um well obviously i don't have to do it every time uh, sometimes it's just a simple phone call um uh, it's enough uh, or just a quick email with explanation uh of, or just a, just pointing to the to our um, knowledge base on our website that also helps yeah yeah so you've you've a few different ways so that you can that you can help them out. Yeah, that's that's true, uh, and um, it's it's really handy to have those uh, actually a few ways because, um, yeah, that's also the advantage of working for the tech company uh, that we have those tools ready. Like even those tools we're using now to record this uh, audio now or video. Yeah, because that's one thing that I've noticed on from working from home for me is my internet connection. So like I used to work from home more or less two days a week anyway. And it was seemed to be fine, but now that I'm always online, I, I've noticed so many fluctuations throughout the day. Yeah. Sometimes I've no internet, other times I do have internet, and it's definitely something that I'm going to have to look into to get a more solid kind of connection yeah. all the time, which isn't that easy, I suppose, when you're living in the countryside here. Yeah. Plus, if you think about it, like probably most of your neighbors are working from home, or probably they're just staying at home, and and streaming so, some of them yeah. are using the same provider as you're using so and uh and then the provider has his um uh you know limits as well so that's also exactly. something that we should look into yeah. in the future i i think that's probably what they're doing as well you know all the providers are probably thinking about you know if this happens again we need to be ready so we need to upgrade networks we need to make sure that we can handle this extra load and mm-hmm. At least I hope that's what they will do. <laughs> well, I'd say with the amount of people that would be wanting to up, like the requests and the amount of people that would be wanting upgrading, like customers, like companies will have to make that change and they yeah. will have to evolve to survive. Like it's, it's, that's what, that's what we're kind of doing at the moment. It's, it's, it's evolve or die kind of mentality. Hmm. Do you know if your phone lines are working? Are your customers complaining of bad audio quality on your support lines? Spearline makes it easy to test your phone lines anywhere and anytime. To see how Spearline can help your business, head to Spearline.com. Now back to the conversation. And you, Laura Jonah, how how has your internet connection been holding up? I've noticed that my my internet has probably um, decreased a little bit Mm. um, in terms of bandwidth. Mm -hmm. So I've started not using my camera quite as much on calls. 
Um, I've noticed that I've kind of maybe started to drop off like on a few calls, but otherwise it's it's pretty stable otherwise. And um, yeah, I live in the countryside. So look, it's great in one way in that I have all these amazing, beautiful walks mm. and different run paths I can take. Um, but yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and then i'm the complete opposite because i'm like in the center of skivereen um oh, really? but so like internet i'm lucky because um i'm kind of on the main line so the um internet would be quite strong but i have noticed oh, yeah. like 3 p.m things get a bit a bit like i think that's when the bandwidth or whatever is stretched yeah. but i've noticed like you'd, yeah. you'd notice trends but i'm very um lucky where i am because you know i don't really run into that many difficulties yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And um, how how are some of your customers finding this transition? Um, some customers the ones that are working from home. Some customers found the whole. Okay, so I have got UK based customers who didn't um, didn't have to lock down as 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 soon as we decided to as a company. And I think it was first and foremost that was a, a wonderful idea to do it as early as we did. Um, yeah. So the shock of the impact on the telecoms um, hit some customers really hard they were really unsuspected um so you know we had knee-jerk reactions from some customers to turning off alerts turning off this turning off that um until they could get themselves um prepared because i suppose different countries had different ideas about how to deal with this um so yeah the first few days were um extremely manic and it was a case of just proactively going out to customers saying, well, I'm going to turn these alerts off. Let's do, let's just tell you every hour or, or every day, you know, which countries you're struggling in. Um, because, you know, people from home getting hundreds of emails and not being able to go out and, you know, do their engineering work or whatever um, was becoming a, a hindrance rather than a help. So the team were really proactive, um, the CE team, and managed to get things Pretty much locked down in about two or three days. Oh, that's great. You'd want to stay on top of things, like really, and make sure, like, put, be that because you're already being that reassurance for your customers as it is, and trying to get ahead of the game is that's fantastic. It's it, what's changed the role is you've you've got to be empathetic now to your customers. Now, it's you know something that most people would say is a, a quality that you need in in customer relations, but. Um, You've got to get into the mind of the customer. What what type of company are they? Um, what impact are the issues having on them as people? And where are they? You know, if you've got customers who are in who've offices in Spain and Italy, you've you've also got to understand that they're they're going through, you know, absolute tragedy at the moment. And it's how can you be proactive and be in touch with them, but also give them time to actually deal with what they're dealing with as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, what about yourself, Laura? Um, do you find that you have more calls with your customers now? I suppose for me, um, my meetings would be quite regular with my customers. Um, I would have them kind of scheduled on a monthly basis. So that hasn't really changed for okay. me. Um, but yeah, I think just communication is probably up more with, with my customers. Um, I feel like just with everything that's going on in the world, they're reaching out looking for more information. Um, I suppose, particularly as we see COVID-19 and the impact it is having on global telecoms. Um, so I suppose they're just looking to us as kind of the, I suppose, specialists really in, in telecommunications and what information we can provide. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would be 
pretty much the exact same. Like I haven't noticed kind of an increase in my um, call schedule with my customers has kind of stayed consistent, but I have noticed more like um, daily conversations because we do have more information to be distributing at the moment. And people do come to us kind of for like a source of truth because we do have kind of a global view of what's going on because, you know, across and it's it's helpful. Like you can provide the global overview to your customers um, about what's going on for everybody just kind of and I think they really appreciate that because they don't feel kind of in the dark like oh is it just us experiencing issue ABC or you know so I find that kind of creates more conversation but I find I've had more calls with colleagues possibly just because because I think now people rather than what would be a ping in the office people might just give a call just for again to keep up the social aspect yeah 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 and and it's far more efficient as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as Shona was saying there, that like the fact that everyone's going through it, kind of it's more yeah. reassuring. And like I'd say, you guys have become more of taking on more of an empathetic role than you normally would be. I know that you you're always there supporting the, our your our customers, but um, the fact that like they're more reassured that you can kind of like be more sympathetic nearly to a point. Mm. and kind of get on even ground. Like yeah, no, yeah. we know exactly what you're going through. Absolutely. Yeah. And like Shona said as well, like I know we were talking about it internally that we're just a click of a button away from reaching out to any of our colleagues. Yeah. Um, that that probably has made things a lot more efficient. Uh, <laughs> you know, when it, we're trying to get answers to questions yeah, yeah. Um, or looking for some some help or information on something, but customers I'm finding as well also feel that I'm only just a click of a yeah. button away. Okay. Yeah. And that that that's that 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 must be really reassuring for them. Like so. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. That's great. That's great. <laughs> and I think a big perk about working from home that I've noticed is dealing with customers that are, you know, in the US and different time zones to us. It's kind of easier mm-hmm. to do, you know, later calls. You can be much more flexible with your kind yeah. of scheduling of calls, I find, because, you know, yeah. you're home anyway. So that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you have any other tips now for people working from home who may not be kind of used to it or who might be finding it a little bit difficult? um the kind of main tips is yeah well routine is kind of the obvious one but Mm -hmm. I think getting up and getting dressed as if you were leaving the house Mm -hmm. a big one for me is wearing shoes like I have to wear proper shoes I can't wear you know slippers or anything like that I know everybody's different but like I get up and I get dressed as if I'm leaving the house and then I kind of you know stick to my routine start when I'd start in the office kind of have my coffee breaks as I would in the Mm -hmm. office and I think getting out for your lunch break because it's so easy or so Mm. tempting to eat at your desk work through lunch and I think it's just more beneficial for your afternoon productivity to just step away from everything and even get out for a walk or do something other than work for your lunch break I think is an important one as well yeah 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 Yeah, that's true yeah absolutely I think um just defining your workspace area as well um, is really important um, that you do have a good and comfortable setup. Um, that, yeah, like you know, too. you're you're in a quiet room and you're not going to get distracted. I suppose um, that that for me is really crucial. And yeah, I think everything that Shona said as well kind of does apply to me. Um, even at lunchtime, like I'll I'll start making dinner maybe, or I'll go for a walk as well. But yeah, it's so it's so important just to break up the afternoon um but yeah maintaining a schedule and like i'm still using my my work diary as well so oh, great. <laughs> yeah. as, 
as mundane as that sounds like I do find that it does help me just kind of keep my focus yeah yeah well, that's that's really good to hear um and like once like you won't feel like anything's really changed so when things go back to normal because you're still yeah. using the same old tools and stuff yeah and like yeah. That's it exactly I, I, sorry I, I know that you mentioned earlier so do you both you have um designated areas in the house in your houses um for working or like or are you working at the kitchen table or have you got like little no I, ha- I have a designated area like i wouldn't be someone who could work with people kind of around me yeah. you know doing that kind of thing so I have a you know a room on its own that is set up and that is comfortable and that you know so I can actually get work oh, good yeah and I'm in the same place kind of every day like for the first week I was kind of testing out different areas yeah. <laughs> and then I finally was like okay here I feel productive here so <laughs> you found yeah. your sweet spot yeah. Um, for me, I guess I'm very lucky in that I just live with my husband and he is also working from home. So he has his office space upstairs and okay. I'm downstairs then kind of on the, um, in the living room. So, um, a very comfortable table and chair and it's not very noisy. So yeah, we just get on with it. Oh, it's very great. good. Yeah. Very, very good. good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Casey, you've got your own like studio and everything like, don't you? Yeah, a little bit now, yeah. Yeah, Because yeah. um, I have to make <laughs> the videos here, so I had to kind of set up one of the rooms I have upstairs and just kind of totally transformed it. <laughs> so I use that at my office then as well. So well, it, yeah, yeah. It, it's great to see that you're able to quickly transform and a, a, adapt into a, your own personalized studio case. And I'd say a lot of people have done that now, like just reinvent a part of their house for their personal office that they, that they never had before, or didn't realize they've had the space to do that before. And I, in a sense, it's, it's it's a bit of a wake-up call for a lot of people that they could do that. And going from that, what about you, Brennan? What kind of an impact or effect do you think this has had on companies? You know, it's a case of it's it's managing the input um, as well as, you know, as a case of getting out and, and, and managing that health side of it as well. So it's, um, yeah, I think it's going to change the way we look at how we do our job. Um Mm, I because so. I think, definitely, if nothing else, we've got to realise that there's a whole cohort of people in every country who are considered as unskilled and minimum wage who are actually saving people's lives and keeping everything going. Um, yeah. And, and our, our perspective, yes, what we do is great. It's a brilliant company we work for, without question. But in the whole scheme of things, um, I think all of us need to you know, take a step back and start taking things less for granted. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. And I have to agree here with uh, with Brendan as well because um, perhaps my point of view of the situation in the company is slightly different because, like like Brendan said, we have to think about it and adapt because, like, what if okay we get rid of coronavirus, let's say, or we we learn how to fight it and avoid it, but like similar situation can happen again in the future. But exactly, perhaps, yeah. perhaps we didn't think about uh, how we gonna how we gonna work from home. Uh, we are working from home. We most of us probably didn't take this advantage previously uh, to to try and work from home. Uh, but at least now we know that after making some adjustments, we are able to do it. And in the future, maybe people won't be uh, aiming for working from home to to work from home, uh, but. There will be at least, or we will be at least ready to do it again. 
Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I, I think it's safe to say that um, this has changed the way that we will work in the future. Right. So, um, yeah, thanks a million for coming on, guys. Brilliant. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. <laughs> nice to talk to you guys. Great. Thank you. And we look forward to chatting with you in person, in the office, hopefully in the near future. Definitely miss the banter and all the Tottenham Hotspur slagging anyway, Bernard. Well, do you know, the first, <laughs> the first day I walked into uh, Lidl and saw all those empty shelves, I, I, I was reminded of your mm. trophy cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was great to hear from some of our spearliners and how they've been getting on in this new lifestyle working from home. Massive thanks again to Laura, Shona, Daniel and Brendan for connecting with us and coming onto the show. We hope that all our listeners are staying safe and staying strong out there. We're keeping connected no matter how far apart. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, you can subscribe to the Spearline Podcast on all your favourite platforms. For now, thanks for listening and see you next time. Spearline proactively monitors phone numbers for audio quality and connectivity globally. Our platform enables enterprises and telecommunications service providers to test connectivity and quality on global telecoms networks, testing automatically at volume. If you would like to find out more about how Spearline can help you, please contact us at spearline.com. And for more insights and in-depth interviews like these, you can subscribe to the Spearline podcast channel and don't forget to check out spearline.com, where you can find all of our latest articles, white papers and much more. Until next time, and thank you for listening to The Spearline Podcast.